The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem saying, where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ child was to be born. They said to him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He said, to, he said, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out and behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. Merry Christmas. So this is uh, Epiphany Sunday, which is closing out kind of the bookends of the Christmas season, right? Because we go tomorrow, Monday, we go into baptism of the Lord. Usually that falls on a Sunday, but the way the year lined up uh, today is Epiphany Sunday, right? And then we go into ordinary time, which starts on Tuesday, right? What we celebrate here is obviously the kings, right? who have made their journey from the east, coming to Jesus, coming to Bethlehem. So they used to be here, now they're over in our nativity scene. There they are. The kings have arrived. And we kind of know that picture, that beautiful picture, whether it's a work of art, whether it's, it's the nativity scene that we've grown up with. We kind of know the story, and it's a, it's a joyful story. It's an exciting story. I think what's important to kind of understand in the life of the kings is it wasn't easy for them, that journey. That journey to encounter our Lord, it wasn't easy for them. And it says at the end of the, the Gospels, it says, and they departed by another way. Another way. I don't know if you've ever had that experience in your life where you're like doing something or you're journeying somewhere. Even with our great GPSs, right? You put it in there and you're kind of going and you're like, man, there's got to be another way got to be another way to arrive where I know where my heart's leading. I know where I go, but it's just not like not working out. You know, there's got to be another way. Well, for all the young ones here, especially those in middle school, I'd like to share a story of a summer camp activity many years ago in Louisiana that we did 
for kids. And one of the young men who was leading the summer camp came up with the idea of the, the, the whole game was called the holy man, okay? And the holy man came out at night with a field. There was a big field. There was a, there was a bonfire on one side. It was a summer camp scene. So everybody was excited. It was fun. We were gonna play a game. And there was this huge field that was about the, the length of a football field, right? Big field, right? So everybody was on one side of the field and the holy man came out. Then there were all the campers and all the campers had like one of those candles, like you have at Easter, those little special candle, it's your own candle, you got it. And they were explained to them the rule of the game. This is how it works, okay? All you gotta do is you light your candle, receive your light from the holy man who's got the candle, and then all you need to do is get to the finish line, the other side, the other side of the field, and Whoever gets there first or whatever wins, whatever. So the kids, natural, what's the normal thing that they go into? Well, let me light my candle. Let me find out my way. So all of a sudden it starts and they start going and journeying and walking and trying to keep their candle lit as they're going. And the holy man's walking down the middle of the field like this real slow, real, real slow. Well, the camp counselors, there are about 20 or 30 of them, were all over this field. And they came up to all the kids and go, hey, 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 come with me. Come with me, I'm gonna help you get there first and kind of walked with them and they got almost to the finish line, almost to, and then the camp, one of the camp counselors turned to their candle and went, whoo, blew it out. And like, what, you just blew out my candle. And the only way they, they had to cross with their candle lit. So then they had to go back to the holy man who was walking real slow behind them, light their candle, then they try again. They walk backwards, maybe to the wind or whatever. And then another counselor would come around them and said, hey, so-and-so blew it out. I'm not gonna do that to you. And then they go to, they get close, blew it out. What? Then they have to go back. Okay. After a period of time, what happened is the middle schoolers started to realize that within, when they were within two or three steps or four steps of the holy man carrying the main candle, right? That the counselors who would come and blow out their candles couldn't get close. So then it became not so much of a game of me doing it my way, arriving to the other side, but it became a moment, get close to the holy man who's the source of that light, coming together, light your candles and walk with him. And they all crossed the line together. It's a game, it was an activity in the, but Think about it. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light to the Gentiles. And what we celebrate today is those traveling, and it said they came quite a distance. It wasn't easy for them. They didn't have the GPSs we have nowadays. But they had all the technology to figure out how to arrive to Judea, to Bethlehem, to search out this so-called king of the Jews, this king that was gonna be a promise. They read everything about it, so they journeyed and they searched. It wasn't easy for the kings. Had to have been hard. Had to have been moments of doubt or are we doing it? Are we going the right way? How do we get there? They finally arrived. They're following the star. They saw the star. They lost the star. There was rain. There was probably cold. It was dark. They maybe uh, conversed over the fire saying, are we going the right way? Is this worth it? We've left home. Finally, they arrive, and we know the story where they met with King Herod. They were trying to figure it out. They're trying to, and then they left. 
And lo and behold, the star, the light that had been guiding them appeared over the cave. And they went out and they found the baby. They found baby Jesus lying there in a manger with Mary and Joseph and something happened. Something happened. They had an encounter with Jesus, the light of the world. Something happened. They brought gifts, and we hear about it. They brought gold. They brought frankincense. They brought myrrh. What does that mean? Gold for a king. Frankincense, incense for a god. And myrrh, why myrrh? You use that when you bury somebody. A king who was born, who's God, who's gonna die. Your savior. Then they departed by another way, it says. They departed by another way. They encountered Jesus Christ who is the way. Jesus later in his public life would say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And they encountered that in a baby. And then through that dream, they were told, get on back, go back to where you came from, but go another way. Yes, maybe physically to go another way, reset your GPS to get there and get going. But the GPS that they had in their hearts, which is the GPS that God has put in our hearts in the heart of every human being, is the GPS that's not a global positioning system, but God's perfect system. God touched their heart in such a way that they felt moved to walk in a certain way and go back to their homeland, to their lives, by another way. I think it meant way more than just their walking or their journeying. It meant a real change in their life that they encountered something incredibly special that impacted their heart and it changed them. How might I depart by another way today? How might I coming here to Mass on Epiphany Sunday with the living Word of God speaking to my heart in the today of my life, with Jesus Christ truly present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in what looks like bread and what tastes like bread, the Eucharist, a real encounter with the person of Jesus Christ who looks at me, who loves me, who knew me, when he laid in that crib thousands of years ago, when those kings arrived, all of us, all of us, each and every one of us and everybody living in this city right now, Charlotte, North Carolina, and in the world in these times, were in the sacred heart of Jesus. He came for us all. He came to show us the way. He wants to encounter us and he wants to help us in the use of our freedom in that God's perfect system that he's put in our hearts to find him, to encounter him, 
and to walk with him. And not just walk solo with him, but walk together with him. That all may see the light that you are and give glory to God for the good that you do. To go out from this encounter with Jesus at St. Gabriel Catholic Church, 3016 Providence Road, this Epiphany Sunday, and go out into our world as light. To go out by another way. And that other way is the way of Jesus. And we can all look at it, life, is, life can be tough and it's kind of like sometimes we can get off the way and we need to get back on the way with Jesus. How might I this week, when I step into my office and I go to that meeting that I'm dreading and maybe that person who's difficult to get along with, how might I turn to the Holy Spirit pray a prayer and walk with Jesus who is the way into that meeting, praying for those who I'll meet with. How might I, if I'm in a school and I'm going to school and maybe studies are hard or things are difficult, I know some maybe have finished exams and they're starting another semester, or I'm thinking about my experience on the playground and how people aren't sharing, or maybe it's kind of tough with friend groups, how might I go by another way this week into my school and bring light into that, to be someone who shares, to be one, one who invites? How might I depart by a different way from this encounter with Jesus and go back to my home to get in my car and depart this parking lot into my life and strive to be a light in my domestic church amongst my family members, with my spouse, to be a light to her or a light to him? How might I as a child, as I leave and I depart and I go back by another way, how might I do something different this week that may bring light to my home, to do my chores maybe without complaining, to make my bed, all those little details as a real action of gratitude in family life, to tell someone, my parents, that I love them and I'm grateful for what they do to me. How might I, how might each one of us Depart by another way this week to carry this good news into our week, to carry Jesus into our week, to listen to him and to let him guide us because he truly is the way. Amen.